number 107, Horses, from Kabir. O friend, hope for him while you live, know while you live, understand while you live, for in life deliverance abides. If your bonds be not broken while living, what hope of deliverance in death? Taken from Songs of Kabir, translated by Rabindranath Tagore. And an Arabian proverb. The wind of heaven is that which blows between a horse's ears. My friend Lauren and I used to ride horses together twice a week or so for about a year. I wasn't a big horse person, but Lauren needed a partner on her rides, and she knew I was from Montana, so she figured I had horse sense and she nominated me as the guy to get her thorny horse in order. The, the truth is, when I lived in Montana and worked there, I was much more a farmer than a rancher. That may sound like a slight distinction here, but in that world, at that time, it was a really big difference. And whenever cows needed chasing, which they did, I did... I did the chasing on a dirt bike rather than on a horse. And in those days, for me, horses were, were too much trouble. They required attention and love and affection. In a word, humanness. And I apparently was lacking in my humanness at that time. But now... Forty years and a lifetime or two later, when Lauren asked me to ride, I didn't hesitate. You're a good horseman, right? Oh, absolutely. Where? When? I'm there. Why? Because I wanted to spend time with Lauren. And if that required me being a good horseman, then by God, that's what I was going to be. When we rode together, time didn't matter. Problems didn't exist. She wasn't sick with cancer. I wasn't losing a friend. It was always springtime. The horses would stop and eat flowers, and we'd let them. Cheyenne, the problem horse, was not a problem for me. I, I have picked up a thing or two, mostly from Jack Lilly and his family, uh, Hollywood Wranglers that I've had the honor to learn from on Westerns I've done. So after a few test runs, Cheyenne let me be the boss, <laughs> at least a little bit. Every time we rode, at least once, he tested me. And as long as I didn't fall off, he would go along with the program. Lauren and I almost never talked about anything deep or meaningful on our rides, but... She was a meditator, too, and for those few hours, a few times a week, we were together. Me, Lauren, the horses, the sky, the day, the path, the moment. All one thing. All one thing in movement, all one thing 
and awake. This is the power of consciousness. Some version of this is available to us all the time, this kind of sharing, this kind of oneness, this lack of fear. Why don't we always have it? Maybe because it scares us. It scares us to think of having it, to let ourselves want it. Because what if someone could take it away? It scares us to think of letting someone else in that deeply, that far. But guess what? They're already in. In consciousness, this is the only truth, this oneness. We can make ourselves ignore it, which we so often do. But in truth, we humans are as intimate as intimate can be with each other always. Sometimes we let ourselves feel it, experience it. And when I feel it and you feel it, we call it love. The last time Lauren and I went riding together, she called me at seven in the morning and said, I'm just back from the hospital. I haven't slept all night, haven't had a shower, but they gave me steroids so I can breathe for the first time in days. Come, let's go for a ride. I was there in 15 minutes. We rode way out into Griffith Park, let the horses drink their fill and graze in the shade. Then we headed home. On the trail back, there's a ravine. Coming to its edge, we paused for a moment. There's a path around the rim of the ravine, safe and serene. It's the path we'd always taken. And there's another path that's steep down one side through the brush at the bottom and up the other side. Lauren looked at me and, God, I can see that look now just the beauty of it. And she said, let's do it. And suddenly we were over the edge and down and riding faster than I'd ever been on a horse. The four of us together were alive and flying. It lasted forever and was over too soon. And then we were moseying back across the L.A. River, past the stables and through the neighborhood to Lawrence. The horses seemed proud and fulfilled, like they'd finally been used the way they wanted to be used. And Lauren and I both just had the silliest grins pasted to our faces. Today, I will allow myself to know someone as deeply as I would if it were the last time we'd see each other. And I will express my gratitude to the universe for the opportunity. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.
thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.